We are streaming live. We're going to be doing some news in just a second. But first of all, let's uh, take a look at the intro to our show. And gentlemen, we are we are absolutely we uh, are live. We are live. And three, two, one. There we are. What do you know, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, hey, everybody. I'm Andre Sturgeon. I'm Justin Womack. And we are the Marketing Geeks. We're here because uh, you know what? Once in a while, we like to do uh, some news. And uh, we haven't done news in a while, have we? It's been it's been uh, quite a while, actually, mm -hmm. maybe a month, two months. I don't even know what the what the timetable is on that. Uh, and I think it's because there's been so much news that hits me <laughs> on a daily basis that it's uh, overwhelming. Well, and there's I, an election next week, even I mean, what I, I voted. I felt I felt like such uh, like I was doing my patriotic duty here in the Netherlands by voting. So did you, did you fly it over or did you mail it? Uh, I mailed it out and uh, no, no, no. I, I actually, believe it or not, this is the this is the, the craziest thing. So I got uh, absentee voter. I'm still registered in Ventura County, same election as you. Uh, and I I ended up getting uh, a uh, like a, a thing that I had to print out and then I had to fax it, which I thought was so bizarro. Like you faxing <laughs> my ballot is... That, that's, that sounds uh, that sounds accurate for the U.S. government. That's uh, that's about right. And, and Fax machines are still totally relevant. And I'm I'm just thinking like it it is the it is the 21st century, right? It is the <laughs> 21st century. So why am I why am I faxing a ballot? It's um, you would think you would think that uh, we'd be past that by now, but I guess not. You know what? Uh, it's uh, pretty soon it will be dogs and cats living together. Uh, you know, we, uh, we, we have some news, don't we? Like what's up with that? Yeah. Why don't you kick it off? You got the stories there. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm going to start off with actually something that, uh, when I, when I heard about this, I was, I was blown away. Right. Uh, because it, it, it kind of brings together all the stuff that I want to do, uh, next. And it is this, uh, Spotify, uh, you know, they bought mm -hmm. anchor and they have a brand new thing that they're going to be doing with, uh, combining music with podcasting. So basically you can be your own, you can be a DJ now you there, you can, they're integrating their songs into your podcasting. So you could run essentially what would be like a radio show, which is something that I do like talk radio and cut the music periodically and all that. Right. Exactly. Uh, and, and, uh, I, unfortunately it didn't work, uh, for me here yet. They're still rolling it out. Uh, I, whenever they roll shit out, I, it's like one of my superpowers. I don't get it. <laughs> like whatever it is. I'm the only, the only problem that I read about this, cause you could do this through anchor right now. Yeah. Um, now that you've done this, but the problem is that you have to, to listen to these episodes with the music, you have to have a Spotify premium membership. So if somebody's just listening to the marketing geeks or a podcast like that, that doesn't have a Spotify premium membership, I'm not even sure what that would look like if that episode would be blocked or no, it's if just, they get you, a different you, version that just doesn't include the music. The music, you get, you get the, the talking and you get a 30 second sound clip. 
Oh, you get a soundbite. Yeah, nice. yeah, that's it. And uh, overall, I think, I, I mean, I love this idea. So uh, I am announcing it here first. Nobody has heard this <laughs> yet. Uh, I am going to, as soon as this is available, I'm starting a new podcast. Um, and uh, it's going to be called Papa's French Toast. And uh, it's basically going to be me doing brain dumps and playing music. But uh, I, I, what they actually are going to be, what, what the show is going to be, is me uh, basically leaving a letter into the future for my son and uh with music and hopefully these can be archived and it would just be it just be cool like just you know what that, that is cool yeah lessons lessons that i know now and i'm I, you know prefacing it with like i i may be wrong at, at about first this. i thought i thought you were going to say you're leaving a letter for yourself in the future because you've talked a lot about like sending yourself messages in the past and yeah. things like that in prior episodes well well <laughs> it's gonna be something some sort of temper you know you're going through time or something well, well who do you think gave me this idea Oh, your future self. Ah, Good point. Ha, ha. <laughs> mm. So, uh, yeah, that's that that's kind of geeky for me and kind of cool. And uh, I just, you know, it's it's such a crazy time to be alive. That's uh, that's all I can say. More than it's uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. What do you, you got? Know, among me? the reasons that it's interesting are murder hornets, which they're here, people. They're here. The murder hornets have crossed the threshold uh, wherever they came from. I think they were in Japan. I guess I don't know how they got yeah. here. They flew over somehow. They're I guess they're they're travelers. But the murder hornets were discovered in Washington. The first nest of so-called murder hornets discovered in the US. And uh we were able, our scientists were able to kill 85 murder hornets and they captured 13 alive. And I just think it's funny that they captured them alive. I could just picture like the scientist headquarters where they're like, bring me the murder hornets alive. <laughs> I want them alive so we can suck out the uh, murder hornet venom and create some kind of a vaccine with it. No, man. You know what they're going to do is they're going to put lasers on the, on the murder hornets. And then they're like, going to make some bio weapons with it. I, I, uh, yeah, I, you know, murder hornet. It's like, that's the most 2020 thing. It's such a good name. Like who came up with that? That's brilliant. They're like killer bees. We already have killer bees. It's murder hornets. I guess they could go like genocide wasps. Is that next? I, you know, man, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, I, serial killer wasp. I still have some open spaces on my 2020 bingo card. So, <laughs> you know, and, and just so you know, uh, this show, this, this particular show is really the, it's the end of the world as we know it show, uh, this particular episode. So, <laughs> So imagine, imagine like if you were standing on a, on a big cliff overlooking a city and you knew like the end was just a few days away, uh, you, you'd kind of be in like, what kind of mood would you be in? Like the mood I, I'm in, I guess. <laughs> it's like those movies, like the, you know, right before the end of the world when everyone's just waiting for the asteroid to hit or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we just got a comment, our first comment on- No uh, way. Yeah, on, on our live stream from LinkedIn. Uh, it's from uh, Tony Bosch and he says, blah, blah. Mm, love so, it. I guess. Thank you, Tony. Uh, thank you, Tony. That's, uh, th thank you. We love our listeners. Man. I think he's just commenting on the quality of the content. Yeah. I think it's well, what he's trying to say. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll try and, we'll try and pick it up a little bit for you. Tony wouldn't want you to, uh, 
you know, hate our show too badly. Uh, this is kind of <laughs> this is kind of interesting. Uh, Apple has decided to finally bundle all of their services together. They have a new thing called uh, Apple One Now. No, it's Apple One, right? Apple One. Apple One. And uh, you get uh, music, TV, uh, arcade, which I guess is like probably a collection of apps, uh, and uh, the uh, the family version. The 19- news. Nineteen ninety nine a month is uh, you get two hundred gigabytes of iCloud storage, so um, that's not bad. So okay, so twenty bucks a month, you're getting Apple News, which is like ten dollars a month already. You're mm-hmm. getting Apple TV subscription. I have no idea what that costs. I've never looked at it. And you're getting tw- how many gig? Two hundred gigabytes of Apple iCloud storage. That's worth it. Yeah, that's a, and that, then because of that and the and the news, uh, it might be worth it. Well, it's then close. then it's for tw- being worth it. Twenty nine ninety nine a month. You also get uh, on top of that, you get two terabytes of uh, storage. You get news and you get uh, something called Fitness Plus. So um, and wait, do you get Apple Music with the basic package too? Uh, yeah, comes with Apple Music. So that's that's close to Spotify. It's not as good, but it's close. Yeah, no, but I I pay like fourteen ninety five for a family version of Spotify, and uh, for you know five bucks more, you get uh, you get the the. TV I, I just feel bad because I live I live in Camarillo and in Ventura County. There's a company, a staffing company out here called Apple One, and they're just going to get absolutely crushed by Apple oh, man. because they have no chance. You can't even compete. There's not even close. You you so know that poor, that poor company is just going to be like so confused about what to do. I, I think they're just going to get a ton of tech support questions like <laughs> from old ladies who are going to be like, my grandson got me this smart TV and I'm supposed to get this Apple thing. And <laughs> they probably were already getting that. But then the Apple actually calling their product Apple one, it's just going to make it so much worse. Oh, boy. Uh, you have, uh, you have some good news. Uh, I'm a fan of audible. I just recently got way into audible. In fact, if you have one of those audible premium accounts where you get all the, the books, uh, a couple of my dad's books are on there. So Theodore Sturgeon, look them up. Uh, yeah. So audible. Okay. So let's, let's just cover that real quick. In case case you don't know, audible just released about a month ago, basically a, like a streaming or an a audiobook library that's almost like a Netflix for audiobooks. So if you're if you're paying for like a credit a month or you have some sort of a recurring membership with Audible, you get access to their entire catalog of uh, audiobooks to listen to. And they got some good titles in there, including Andres's dad's books and just some good business books. Um, it, it is a bit of a limited selection, but it's still better than not having that at all. And uh, and it's pretty it's pretty cool. I think it's a pretty cool deal. A nice value add. But the big news is that Audible, as of Tuesday, October 27th, rolled out their move into podcasts. So Audible has added 100,000 podcasts onto, um, onto their platform, including the Marketing Geeks, including our podcast, is now available on Audible as of Tuesday. And Apple, I mean, Amazon, I don't know how much they invested in this, but they just bought the the domains podcast.com and podcasting.com probably for a pretty penny, but not a pretty penny. According to Mr. Jeff Bezos, according to him, that's a, you know, that's a drop in the buckets, but I mean, they just bought both those domains. So they're uh, apparently they're getting pretty serious about this whole podcast thing. And not only on audible, but uh, we're also on Amazon music now too. So Amazon music has podcasts and audible has podcasts now. So you, you can get, we can get us on both platforms and probably through Siri too, I would hope, because uh, it better come through Siri. Well, it's uh, or not Siri, Alexa, whatever. <laughs> what, what are those? Girls? Whatever they're called. Uh, hey, don't objectify women, uh, robots. That's uh, 
women AI. That's not nice. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it's really interesting how podcasting has become so uh, so big so shortly and uh, so quickly, rather. And and it, it's a great medium. I mean, it really is. And I'm I'm getting way into it. Uh, uh, and so is uh, Iris. Iris has two podcasts now, but I, I, you know, the 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 battle now for your headspace is getting bigger and bigger, and uh, it's just kind of interesting. It, uh, you know, I I uh, I love getting lost in a good book, and I listen to a lot of articles. So uh, a lot of the research that I do, a lot of the things that I do when I really want to find out from a journalistic perspective what's going on, a lot of it has to do with audio because the way that my head works, when I can hear the writing, I can hear like where the intention is coming from through the use of language. And uh, as I've always said, language is, is incredible and, and can shift your perception just by words you use. And that's why they call it spelling. Mm. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> it does matter who the narrator is though it's on audio books anyway oh yeah uh, it, it does matter who the narrator is if you have a bad narrator that just sucks that does suck that's does suck um sad. here is a uh a pretty great story that we've both been following and that's the one mm -hmm. about quibi so, yeah quibi let's let's hear about did quibi. i tell you that i i did the trial did i tell you that i think you mentioned it yeah, I did the trial. So I did the 14-day trial of Quibi, and I watched the uh, Anna Kendrick uh, sex robot show. Uh -huh. Because there's a, there's a whole show about her, like, becoming best friends with, like, uh, her boyfriend's sex robot. Uh -huh. And it was surprisingly pretty funny. Like, it was pretty good. I mean, the, co the content wasn't bad, but, like, most of the shows on there are pretty terrible. I mean, like, looked and looked interesting. They're like eight minute episodes, which I find annoying, actually, even if you're watching, even if you like the show, like I, I actually I found that kind of annoying to have like eight minute episodes personally. And, um, and I think the lesson of Quibi is that if you're going to um, start a company for two billion dollars, maybe um, test it out first. Well, the, the thing, the thing, do some market research. Now the thing, I mean, okay, first of all, first of all, here's, okay. Somebody along the line should have said to Jeffrey Katzenberg, look, uh, content is free, right? And, uh, and yes, people will pay for good content, but it, it like, come on. I mean, it's. That that was like the dumbest idea ever. That was really the dumbest <laughs> idea ever. So uh, so good. You idea. were talking about how dumb it was way back before it failed. So oh, the second I heard about it, I I, I was like, uh, they told me, oh, they're going to produce these really slick shows for cell phones, and I was like, okay, that could make sense. Uh, and you got to pay for it. I was like, get the fuck out of here. That's a not just pay for it. It's like $15 a month, I think, or 10, at least 10. Well, the, the thing that, that I find most hilarious was Jeffrey Katzenberg's whole reasoning for it not working was he said that, uh, because of the pandemic, people <laughs> are not watching as much content. And it's like, or maybe it's because he, he figured that people were going to watch it at work and they could like, I could sneak in an eight minute episode at work, but now nobody's at work. They're at home. So now they can watch full length content. Maybe that's the problem. Well, uh, maybe, or maybe when I'm on the toilet, uh, for eight minutes, I don't, I don't really, I don't want to watch You're it. You're not even done yet. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just warming <laughs> up, man. I'm just, just getting started. I'm just firing up Reddit. That's, uh, <laughs> at that point, uh, <laughs> here, here's some actual marketing news that you can use everybody. 
Uh, and I apologize greatly for uh, my behavior. Uh, mm -hmm. I promise Good. I will be better. I will always be better next time. Uh, Google Analytics 4 has just come out. And um, it's interesting because now they say that it adds AI-powered insights and uh, it tracks users across devices and provides more granular data controls. And this is uh, really interesting because for me, what it seems to be doing is that it, it seems to be going more at the jugular of Facebook uh, by being able to target on a granular level. And mm -hmm. with Google Analytics, you weren't always able to do that. So uh, it, it- Yeah, they don't really have that great of like demographic data from a- or uh, psychographic. They don't have that great of psychographic data. They have good demographic data and they have obviously all the keywords and all that. Yeah. And so what it's doing is it's, it's giving you uh, more data controls. It's giving you more access to AI. I haven't used this yet, so I have no idea how it's better or if it's going to be, but I swear to everybody that as soon as I get a handle on how it's awesome, or not awesome. Uh, I promise. <laughs> and and like, how the AI? How does the AI factor in? Like, what kind of insights is AI generating for you? Because you said AI insights. That's pretty vague. Yeah. If it becomes self-aware, it's just going to look at me one day and go, "You <laughs> are not qualified to live." Boom. Like that's. <laughs> but I did. I. But I. But I. I did all those things that you wanted, Mister AI. You know? Well, speaking of social media, um, Twitter got into some trouble over the last couple of weeks, uh, blocking a certain. Uh, newspaper accounts and ended up having to go, uh, Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter ended up having to go testify in, uh, in front of Congress virtually. And he, uh, he showed up with a nice, uh, pandemic beard that was like, well, like a foot long, like <laughs> it was, it was down there. It was going pretty good. He's got a nice pandemic beard going. Oh man. I, I got to see if I can find this, uh, if you know if, you got to show this if uh, for anyone that's watching yeah. live here because if you're if, if you're, uh, if you're watching live you got to see this if you haven't seen this already this is uh this is uh jack dorsey, jack dorsey. right CEO here billionaire worth nine billion dollar jack dorsey yeah. the ceo of square and twitter so there, he's also the ceo of square there he is by the way he's uh he's got a $9 billion. This is one of the richest people on the planet. And, and uh, my friends, with $9 billion, you can definitely become a cult leader. You too can. Uh, this is, okay, th okay this, this, this story is, is bananas. I mean, this, this whole thing is bananas. And I, I'm going to break it down to the, to the very best of how I understand it, okay? So if, it, it, I'm sure we'll get some hate around this, but if, if, if the tale I'm about to tell you is wrong on any account, uh, please let me know. But, but, but you have to let me know with true facts that are, are vetted, okay? So here's the situation, the whole That's fair. computer That's thing. Fair. Uh, I'm, open, I, I'm open to any idea, uh, in, unless you think that Hillary Clinton needs babies, then please <laughs> block me from all social media. Um, okay, so, so apparently there's this guy who owns this uh, computer repair shop, and he was uh, uh, a little blind, apparently. And at some point, he said that he got a hold of three laptops that belonged to Hunter Biden. And the reason that he knew this is because uh, there was a sticker on the laptop that had Hunter Biden's foundation on it. And so uh, after he apparently called Hunter Biden to pick up the laptops, uh, then Hunter Biden never showed up. So he 
after 90 days, opened the laptops up and found all this information. And uh, the story is that apparently on these hard drives has everything from child porn to Hillary Clinton eating babies. So, so. Uh, and to like um, collusion with like China and Russia. Well, that, well, that was that was that was basically the, the cherry on the top of the cake was that there were emails that were confiscated uh, that apparently showed that Hunter Biden and Joe Biden were in on a deal in uh, in China and uh, some shady dealings with uh, um, with uh, Burisma as well. Right. So in, in the Ukraine. So so what does this guy do when when asked later, they said, can you verify that was Hunter Biden that gave you those laptops? And he was like, nah, not really. So because uh, I'm blind. So he, he he but instead of calling the FBI, who does he call? He calls Rudy Giuliani. So he gives the laptops to Rudy Giuliani, who then puts together a report from a guy named Martin Aspen. Right. <laughs> and from a from a security firm that doesn't exist. So basically, they they put together a steel dossier. And at first, uh, rumor has it this is unsubstantiated, but rumor has it that uh, Donald Trump got very very pissed at Bill Barr, the Attorney General, because he would not bring charges based on this evidence. Okay, number one. That sounds right. Uh, number two, uh, it turns out that the evidence uh, itself was uh, absolutely suspect because it was put together by the shady laptop on this, you know, for this story. Well, so then- Let me just say one thing, because yeah. my understanding, two different things here. My understanding was that he did turn it over to the FBI um, and that Giuliani got a copy of the laptop because the guy made a copy before giving it to the FBI. Yeah. And, but nobody can confirm that, but that's what, that's what I, I mean, that's the part I've heard. And then Julian had a copy of that, and then that's and then everything else that you're saying, I think, checks out. But, but why would you um, include yeah. Giuliani on any level? That I mean, I mean, honestly, why I think the story was that he like reached out to people and they weren't interested, and then he went to Giuliani. But that doesn't but the, make sense because nobody who wouldn't be interested in that, even if you're yeah. a journalist and you, you don't believe it, you'd still want to see it, wouldn't you? And there's no there's no proof of that anyway. There's there's absolutely there's zero proof. If you know of any proof, please, I'd love to see it. Uh, so then uh, they somebody at uh, kind of a right leaning uh, paper wrote a article about the story of this and nobody else would publish the story. So they wrote it. And then the uh, the it's kind of similar to to the. The steel dossier because nobody would publish but BuzzFeed. Well, they, what they were trying to do is they were trying to create a steel dossier sort of situation, and so yeah, exactly. and so yeah. uh, the they they tried to to push this article out and share it on Twitter, and uh, Twitter, in thank goodness, uh, thank you Jack Dorsey for doing this, knew that the story and the way it was written, it was in fact it was the 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 person who wrote the story wouldn't even put their name on it. Uh, that's how like it, it was just the whole thing just smelled fraudulent. And so uh, Twitter put tags on there saying that this this is a fraudulent article. This is fake news. And so what everybody is pissed off out in the Republican Party and the reason why they hauled Jack Dorsey up is because they were complaining that this story was blocking uh, being blocked on Twitter, which proves that there is a left wing bias on Twitter and uh, they block anything that has to do with the right. They block the content. Well, there, there wasn't a precedent, though, for blocking a newspaper. And, and yes, I mean, 
like I've heard people describe the what, New York Post, right? I've heard that people describe them as like kind of a tabloid. I don't, I've never really read the paper, so I don't know that much about it. Um, but it's apparently it's 200 years old, according to uh, what I heard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so it's been around for a while. So the, I think the, the issue is you've blocked a journalist organization. Um, but like you said, the, I mean, it's unfair. I mean, at the very least, everything and I understand that you would want to be a little cautious given that in the last election they had the uh, FBI reopen the Hillary Clinton investigation leaking and that got leaked out and that may have had a big impact on things. Well, um, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's one thing if there's an actual story, right. That, that is important that affects um, our decision-making as a voting public. It's another thing when an opposition party deliberately creates misinformation designed to smear a candidate in a way that is, it's, it's, it's unethical. It's just unethical. It's, it's like to make up a story and deliberately spread it about somebody so you can gain the advantage. That's not, that's not a country that, that lives by integrity. And I, 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 I don't know what to do about that because uh, if this, if this, if America chooses to say that type of behavior is okay, uh, it, in the long run, it's like eating the worst fast food imaginable because, uh, you know, it's, it's on sale. It's like, and, and it, I, I, I have no words for it. I really don't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, let's, uh, yeah, I, I mean, Let's see what happens with all this. I mean, I think more will come out after the election. Nothing. I don't think anything is going to come of this. The, what about the um, Biden's former business partner uh, that like went on? What do you go on Tucker Carlson? What What do you think of that? Oh, the, well, okay. So, so that's and last, this somehow ties into marketing. All this, by the well, way. Well, it, Just, it's it's they're trying to we, we market. Come, we come well, well, they're trying to market a scandal. Is is <laughs> is what it is? I mean. Uh, but, but the Tucker Carlson component is also very, very funny because he was teasing, like, I've got the goods. I've got the actual <laughs> papers that are going to bring this whole thing down and you're going to see. And so he was teasing it out. And then on his show, he, he said that basically he was sent the papers through UPS. And when he got it, the envelope was all that was there and the papers were gone. So <laughs> somebody in transit took the papers out like some spy movie, right? And it's like, then he got him back though, or something. Or like, I'm like, wait a minute. You're telling me you've got, <laughs> how do you, you've you got, got him back. Papers. I mean, you never had him. Well, here's the thing. You, you've got papers, right? You've got papers that can bring down a candidate. And yes, if you've got some proof that that could, and you can show it to me and it makes sense. I will. You're right. Okay. Uh, however, when you tell me that the only way that you are sending it is through the mail and you don't have a digital <laughs> copy of like one of the most important documents of the 21st century. Uh, and then of course he now says he has it back, but on his show, I think last night he said, uh, I'm, uh, I think we should back off of Hunter Biden now. So, uh, I don't know, dude. He said he was friends with him back in the day. He's like, I was friends with Hunter Biden. <laughs> <sighs> I don't know. I, I just think like, all right, if, if like, I don't care if there's a scandal, there's a scandal, but like rumors are one thing and proof is another. Bring the proof. If you got the proof, bring it, show it. Let's see it. Yeah, man. Uh, otherwise, that's... otherwise let's not like 
go crazy on too many rumors. So that's my, that's my philosophy on all, all this stuff. Yeah. And I, I, I will, I will follow any fact, but you know, part of the facts has to do with like, well, who's reporting this, who owns that paper, who, yeah, who, who did this writer also work for in the past? Uh, you know, vetting and, and doing critical thinking on this stuff. It's not that hard to do. It, it's just a matter of knowing like, where does this information originate from and who's spreading it and what what are the benefits that they have from doing that and who's paying who if you can answer those questions logically without putting aside uh, any kind of uh, confirmation bias where you want to believe a narrative that you already believe uh, you can start to, to it's it's easy to figure out what's going on um, and and then it's also easy to get really depressed <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Pick your poison, man. Uh, Whether you're dealing with the election or the pandemic or whatnot, just yeah. But uh, do you know what who, else you got? You know, you know, you know who always has uh, something wonderful <laughs> to think about. You tell me who AI, AI man, and mm. uh, uh, we 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 love AI. And, oh, we uh, do. We absolutely love AI. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and, and the well, reason... Let me just say, let's remind AI that we're on your team. We're on team AI. So if, if AI becomes self-aware, we are on your side. That's Remember right. that, AI. That's right. And that's why, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, that sound, that song that you hear, that groovy music, it is time for the Sex Robot Report. Uh, this is this is a, uh, a story from um, The Sun. Uh <laughs> This is the headline of the year. I'm sorry, folks. But <laughs> I know this is good. My artist. <laughs> Aliens too busy having sex with robots their whole lives to visit Earth, says AI expert. <laughs> Let me read that again. Aliens are too busy having sex with robots their whole lives to visit Earth, says AI expert. Well, this this fits because I've read stories about how like when when humans have um perfected this technology that that's exactly what's going to happen to humans too so so if, if we're thinking like that these aliens have evolved beyond us and they've already created this then you know it checks out it's probably true <laughs> <laughs> well look on, on on that level uh i i have to say that that um if if we did indeed invent you know technology that could take us to the moon and the stars and explore galaxies uh, you know, visit anything, change molecular structure of matter, uh, free energy. Uh, P.S. We have sex robots. Uh, <laughs> I, I think, I think uh, most people would just opt for the sex robots, right? I guess so. And, and maybe that's the the secret to solving some of the world's biggest problems because you just keep everybody in their homes that way. So nobody's driving cars anymore. Nobody's, uh, you know. <laughs> You're, you're limiting the fossil fuels industry a little bit, a little bit, not entirely, but a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I look, I, I, I think that like one way, for instance, to solve the prison system, right? Hmm. The, make prison just voluntary. It's like, OK, you have to stay <laughs> in this place, but but you get like you get like a, you get a nice a, food, you get nice food. Nah, OK, food, right? You get a TV, uh, you get uh, all the video games you want, all the cable you want, all the free. Every now and then you get a you get to be in your own little private area, private room. They call it the hole. But, you know. Yeah, no, no, you it's 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 almost like think of those uh, those uh, Japanese hotels with this is just like a pod. 
and and that's what you oh, could do. Deprivation pod. Yeah. yeah, and that's what you could do. You could just stay in there and like maybe grow some weed in the yard and just play games and never leave that place. And I yeah, think people pay money now to go into deprivation pods. It's like a thing now. Yeah, a, people want to be put in there. Come so, on. so I think I think that if we just give people <laughs> that option to voluntarily just like. It would be a lot less than jail, right? We just, it would be like so much cheaper than jail. Uh, and people's needs would be met. There's like basic income. There's like, you know, you just do and disconnect from society all you want in the privacy of your own filth. And then, you know, these are my ideas, yeah. folks. This is why you should Brilliant. Me. Brilliant. 2024. <laughs> I'm, uh, I don't know where you come up with it, but it's just entirely, entirely brilliant. It, it, all, um, it all happens here. I, I guess like uh, one interesting story that I have to, I have to confirm this one, but uh, when I was uh, running an ads campaign recently on Facebook, they have a new, uh, a new restriction on the Facebook ads that you can no longer promote digital products or digital subscriptions directly through your Facebook ads. And I, I'm not a hundred percent sure that this is a new policy, but it, hmm. I've never noticed it before at the very least. So it's kind of interesting. I wanted to bring it up, um, but there's still going to be workarounds, I think, or you can't, you can't even sell information. You can't sell PDFs anymore. So you can't have an ad that goes directly to like a free, you know, like a $7 report or something like that. But I think the way that people will work around this is, They'll give it. They'll give something away for free, and then the upsell. Then they'll have an upsell page that will do that. And I don't know if that, if an upsell page would violate those terms or not, hmm. because it's not the initial piece of the sale. Because you could give away free things and free. Um, so it, it's just kind of interesting. So I'm, I'm just kind of. So apparently, though, you can't sell SaaS products directly anymore. Huh. According to, I mean, at least according to the language that I was reading, you better find so you that. Be yeah. able to promote like, uh, yeah, I'll have to, I'll find that here. I'll, I'll send you, you, you just keep talking. I'm going to find it for you right now. I got, I've got nothing left to say, man. I'm done. That's something. <laughs> Talk about something. What else is going on oh, in the world right uh, now? One thing that I, I, I did, this happened a couple of weeks ago, but I did find this very interesting, uh, is that Disney announced that they're positioning their whole business model to streaming. Which well, I, that is interesting. I, yeah, yeah. I think I think that's uh, that's incredible. I mean, that means that they're even pulling away from the parks. They're pulling away from uh, you know a lot of their other activities. But uh, that is, um, uh, I mean, it's the future definitely. But I I I'm I'm kind of lamenting and I'm kind of sad that the movie theater is is going to be a thing of the past. I, it's it's not coming back. I think I think movie theaters are going to be like vinyl. You know. There'll be mm -hmm. like uh, one that's that's playing, you know, certain movies in rotation. And uh, I, 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 the only thing I could think that would revive them is if Disney or uh, Amazon bought a chain and then they played their movies in the theater. And so, uh, from a from a business standpoint, I think what Disney's doing is brilliant because I think the parks are cash bleed, and the pandemic has exposed just how much of a cash bleed. Are. Yes, they can survive and profit when you're bringing in, you know, the amount of people that they're bringing in usually on a normal basis. But as soon as something shuts down, like they're, they're bleeding cash, like yeah. really, really bad. And they have a lot of employees that they've had to, and, and they've kept them on for, you know, a couple months and now they've let them go. Um, especially in California, because apparently Disney world is open, but Disneyland is closed. Mm -hmm. Are you familiar with that at all? Yeah. Yeah. And, and they so, just, and they fire, they, they just laid off like, 28,000 people, something crazy. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they, they, it was, it was uh, around there. And it was right after, it was right after Disneyland uh, confirmed that they would not be re, um, reopening before the end of the year, I believe. Yeah. 
anyway, it's uh, we're you know the other there's one more component. And this is personal uh, to all of this, which is uh, you know, winter is coming and it's, winter is always a little depressing and, and, uh, Corona is obviously surging. We have an uncertain time ahead of us. Uh, and, and we're all going to be going into hibernation here pretty soon. <laughs> so uh, I, I just want to encourage everybody to reach out, uh, reach out to me, reach out to friends, uh, try and have as much contact as you can have dinner at friends' houses, learn how to cook, invite people over to your house. We, uh, you know, the, the, the thing that we need more than ever is uh, we need to be with each other. So I'm, I'm, this is a personal plea where I'm just hoping that, that if you can hear my voice, uh, please reach out to people. Even if you haven't talked to them in a while, uh, solve like, you know, if you feel that something, there's some, some uncomfortable thing between you and a good friend, just heal that. Uh, we, we have to, we have to come together right now more than ever. And, uh, I'm, I'm, I, I'm confident we can, even if it gets hard, but, uh, please reach out to me to reach out to your friends. I'm going to reach out to people too. So that's my soapbox. That's a very, that's a kind of a nice, nice touching note. Now I'm going to come back to Facebook though. Anyway, I'm not going to have a show on that. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> so I found it. I found the, the policy. So it said that listings, uh, so subscriptions and digital products are prohibited. Listings may not promote the buying or selling or of downloadable digital content, digital subscriptions and digital accounts. That's the language in that policy. So uh, I'll have to, I'll have to dig a little deeper on that. And maybe we'll explore that deeper in a future uh, episode, but that's, that's something to look at. Yeah. And I don't remember ever seeing that before. Do digital curriculums um, count? That's what I'd want to know. Can you sell like a, a class? Well, I guess if it's a one-off, you can't sell a subscription, but it, well, it's a digital product though. I don't know. I have to, I'll have to, I'll have to look more into it. It's, it's a, it's a little bit ambiguous and that, I mean, that covers like a huge industry. So I'm yeah. very curious if that's, if that's going to stick or not, or what's going on with it. Well, uh, I, I trust you will look into it and we will address it on a future show. Uh, yeah, and the stock market crashed today a bit. <laughs> man, I, 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 zombies are next, you know, I don't know. I, 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 no. Alien invasion. Who the hell knows, man? It's uh 2020 has been a long decade. That's all I can say. It has. It has been a long decade. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Thank you so much for attending our very special live episode of Marketing Geek. Especially for those of you that made it through five minutes or more. Yeah. You are especially thanked. We, we, we definitely <laughs> love you. Have a good, have a good uh, weekend, everybody. Take care. Good night and good luck. <laughs>